I've never been on a blind date before. This is awesome. This is, you know, it's so great that you could come out and you look great. <laughs> yeah, this is great. So, my condolences. <laughs> ah, it's all good. We only dated for like five years. You what? Yeah, she cheated on me with Bowski. Hey, Bowski! Um, that's awful. Is it? So, how did she pass? Squirrel. Wait, that killed her? Did it Did it bite her? Did it have no, rabies? No, no, she was driving it when it happened. Yeah, squirrel just came right out of nowhere like a little furry ninja and bit her. It was really the crash that did her in, though. Oh, my God. Squirrel made it out alive, which was a good thing, because after she hit that fireworks stand, the car just rocketed right off a cliff. What? Yeah. You want to know the darndest thing? There was a razor blade factory down below. Yeah, she just came crashing right through the ceiling into a fiery death of razor blades and squirrel parts. Oh my gosh. Wait, I I thought you said the squirrel lived. I bet it was actually kind of beautiful with all those fireworks going off on her way down. I mean... I'm glad that they decided on an open casket. Be right back. Welcome to the Okie Show, show the podcast that dives into the finer details of navigating Oklahoma's film and music industries. I'm Brian. I'm Kelly. And we are here in an amazing facility. This is the ACM at UC at UCO podcasting room. Podcasting room. This is awesome. Okay, we're we're pros now. Right. We're in a podcasting room. You don't own it or anything, but we're in it. I'm gonna say. We're officially pros. Yep. But uh, th- this is awesome. And we are here with uh, Space for Lease. You guys are getting ready to release a brand new EP. You're getting ready to go on tour. Real quick, introduce yourselves. So I am Walt. Uh, I play guitar for the band. I'm Wesley, and I play the drums. I'm Brandon, and I play bass. And I'm Grayson, and I play piano and sing. Yes. And we're going to hear some music from them in just a little bit. But uh, so today... Gentlemen, we're going to talk about the process of recording an EP. So before we, we dive into that, real quick, for the layman listener, who, what's the difference between an EP and an LP? Just the amount of songs. I mean, EP stands for extended play. LP stands for long play. LPs tend to be, you know, 7 to 11, roughly. EP is like 3 to 5. So is that what like I used to get on my Britney Spears like CDs or those LPs? Is that what that? Yeah, is? yeah, <laughs> that, that would be yeah, a like, most, most like eight or nine songs. Most yeah. like groups of songs that are put out by like a by a label are usually LPs. Okay, you know? it's usually like what they invest their money in. They usually don't do EPs too much, you know. I think right. EPs are usually pretty independent. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. Sure. for sure. Yeah. So okay, how would you guys describe your sound? This is a fun question always. But, um, <laughs> you guys have such an awesome sound, by the way. You, yeah. Thank you, thank no, you. I think, I think one thing we said last night in a podcast that I haven't, we hadn't really said before is we're, we're just kind of untraditional rock. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you're a rock band, you know, you chug some chords, you do that. But we're, we're different. We're piano-driven. We have some psychedelic tinges. We all come from different backgrounds. So we'll have some hip-hop influences here and there, yeah. uh, some post-hardcore hip-hop or, uh, influences. Just We're all... From different spectrums, so it kind of like uh, formed into this untraditional setting of rock and roll. Yeah, no, you're the songs that you have on Bandcamp. Yeah, I loved listening to them because the, the first one I listened to, I was like, God, these guys sound like they got a lot of Kunick in there. Yeah. <laughs> and then I listened to another, a couple other ones, I was like, there doesn't sound like there's any Kunick in there. <laughs> <laughs> but what are some of y'all's influences? Oh, it's dude. We all have boring. different ones. That's it's, yeah, it's all different. It's yeah. all very wide. I mean, do y'all want to go in a circle? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. So, so, so I'll, go, I'll, I'll go ahead and jump in because I, I guess I catch flack from the rest of the group for this, but I'm a big jam band fan, so I love bands <laughs> that play you know, different sets for 10 nights in a row, taking risks, doing stuff like that. I love funk music. I love the old classic rock stuff. Um, nowadays, I'm into jazz and all kinds of things like nice. that, but I, I have a very, like, every day it's different. Uh, I mainly stick to things that are uh, not really aggressive rock or, I don't know, hard rock, but um, just like emotional things. Um, but like, I don't know, have you ever heard Sad Boy? Like there's Sad <laughs> Boy music? I've heard of the Sad Boy show that happens, but that's not music. <laughs> <laughs> that's a comedy show. <laughs> It's not that, but it would be awesome if that was one of your influences. <laughs> no, I went to this comedy show and I was like, oh, I'm inspired. I'm actually to look that up now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just, I don't know, sort of like driven music, um, things that make people feel, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, 
definitely not in the funk or jazz. I mean, I, not that I'm not into it because it's all cool as fuck. And um, all the stuff that he shows us is always really cool stuff. Um, I just, you know, my influences have always been sort of, uh, sort of hard rock, I guess. Nice. 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 Darker. Yeah, Dark. I kind of feel like Darker it's just stuff. kind of been all over the board for me, really. I mean, you know, I, when I was younger, a lot of pop and like hip hop and stuff like that, and classic rock, you know, and then I started playing music a lot more and venturing off into new things like jazz and a little funk here and there. Uh, I mean, I run a studio right now and I do a lot of rap, so like that kind of keeps me in that realm. I don't listen to it, like just go out and listen to it too much, but I always hear it, like I mean, because that's what I do, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, a lot of things, really, I mean... Yeah, same for me. Yeah. It's always I mean, hard it's to nail it down. Yeah, I just want one of y'all to be yeah, like I mean, Justin Bieber. So, yeah, yeah. This just is one person. Like, really like get out. This, this is our R and B man. This is our JT. Like the production quality, man, because yeah. it's, yeah. like, it's phenomenal. Like it really is, you know. And like Beyonce and like Justin Timberlake. And that mm. stuff's so poppy, yeah. but like the production quality is yeah unreal. Do yeah. Crazy. Have you heard the new Bruno Mars songs? I've heard some of them. Yeah, those things are fucking awesome. Okay, so my my son is obsessed with Bruno Mars. He's three. And he okay. loves Bruno Mars so much. We play Uptown Funk multiple times a day, and he dances. Nice. He grooves out. But I just like I have to like screen them obviously because right. there are inappropriate things. Right. Um, and he repeats everything. Just like scream over the sexual innuendo. Yeah. Yeah. Ah! That's how you censor. <laughs> just like clap his ears. <laughs> I will. I need to show him the new video after I've cleared it, so I have to watch it. And then, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You can watch this all over. It's fine. <laughs> Um, okay, so this first song that you guys are gonna play live for us is called "Lost." Lost in translation. Lost, lost in translation. We'll just call it lost for sure. We'll just call yeah. it "Lost," yeah, yeah. but it's gonna have a much better ending than a snow globe, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. The the acronym so, is yeah, lit. Okay. So that's also, cool. I just realized that I, we've called it that, but yeah. I guess it's lit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here it is, "Lost in Translation." <laughs> so with space for lease. Mistakes I've made, yeah, and the chances I've wasted. Time I can't explain it. I don't give a shit, yeah, so what I'm basing. And all the people that question me, your opinion never mattered in the first place. Singing. Continue to find myself in the sun. Don't know what I'm afraid of. Don't know what I'm running from. But I'm running hard and running fast, making every moment last. If I could take it all back, I'd do it all just like that. In the past is another day. We can't afford to live in yesterday. Singing.
worry about And my mother probably telling me she clean up my mouth But it's kinda hard to say they didn't help me out Yeah, shit, I guess I'm different Guess I took my own route And I'm just out here patiently waiting Yeah, stargazing, never forget where I was raised up Where I came from, where a dude like me probably isn't supposed to make it I'm just out here taking every chance I can get Yeah, living my life with opportunities list in my Conscience elusive There's, there's no holding to it I've been lost for some time Thinking to myself I think a little too much That was Lost in Translation. Tell what's the story behind that song? Oh, uh, that song for me is very personal. Uh, it's kind of more descriptive along the lines of what I was thinking. Um, a little more visual than some of the other tracks that we have. Um, but I would say that song's extremely. Out of all the all the songs, it's probably the one that's mostly about me I guess and maybe just like my mindset at the time where uh, you know growing up um, living in Edmond as a freshman in college just like by myself um, really like staying and didn't really know a lot of people when I went up there you know I'm this kid from ACM who's you know all my friends are in the city but you know I drive to Edmond every day and just kind of lived in this small apartment and uh, I think that was just this song's kind of the way I, I saw the world at the time and just what I was thinking life was for me and, and things that I kind of wanted to achieve and just my mindset about maybe, you know, society and, and my life and uh, even my friends or whatever. So nice. It was that's probably like the most personal song of like kind of revealing myself, revealing my inner thoughts kind of um, out of all the tracks that we have on High Reef. So nice. That's awesome. That awesome. is awesome. Well, we're going to cut to a sponsor real quick. We have many, many lucrative sponsors for the Yoki Show Show, they're hard to come by. So um, <laughs> this one, the Yoki Show Show is brought to you by... Negan's murdering skills on The Walking Dead. Dear sweet mother of censorship laws. That is all. That is all. Did you guys see that? Devastation. You haven't seen no, it? I, I haven't. We're, uh, we, Spoiler alert. Yeah, we're, we're uh, telling everything right now. Uh, we, we, we haven't had cable for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> so, Straight up, a little while. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. 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 Netflix yeah, treats us well, but you know, you, sometimes you got to wait. Yep. You yeah. just gotta wait. That, well, yeah. Full disclosure, I haven't seen. I saw the murder scene, but I haven't seen like the actual you episode. You saw the murder scene. I saw it because I was just like, well, I, I turned on Facebook. I was like, well, pff, What's I, going okay, on now today, I know guys? who's dead. Oh, looks like someone and everyone's freaking out, murdered. like, oh my god, yeah. did you see that? So I was like, well, I have to see that, and instantly regretted <laughs> it. It's just like, oh, oh god, no. <laughs> Anywho, back to you guys. Yeah. So let's uh, let's. That we're, we're not going to have any more of the boring questions. No. You always have no. those boring band questions. What's your influences? Yes. And, you know, what's yeah. the song about? Gotta, we, when did you guys learn to play? We, <laughs> went, we learned to write them out, but we're also learning to troll. So we haven't right. quite got it, so you guys are lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about recording an EP, and uh, I think the first person, or the first person, the first thing that people always want to know is, like, what is, what's the writing process like? For an, for an EP, this is like a three-song, three, four-song three, four EP? Five-song five five EP. Songs, yeah. I did my research. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like a lot of the songwriting process, 
uh, I kind of come in with ideas, um, lyrical content, melodies. Um, I'm a lot of what I do piano wise is rhythm based. Um, so I'll bring in these ideas, kind of like if you look at it, like the head of the spear, like bringing in generating ideas, and then all of us, you know, I don't really like to leave things, or um, I like to leave them very open ended, for kind of all of us to bring in our art influences. And um, but for me, it's all the songs that are on this EP are, are, are pretty personal and kind of revealing my my mindset, state of mind at the time. Uh, but I think when it comes to like the instrumentation, that's a like it's not just me. You know, I, I think a lot of the instrumentation comes from the three other guys over here too that that bring out um, colors, different new colors of the song that I might not have seen before. If I try to bring in a full song that I start have start to finish, you know. Yeah. So, um, but the songwriting process, you know, it's I don't really like to write a lot of things down. It's kind of a thing where I, I do a lot of voice memos. And bring in nice. ideas, and I mean, and that's like kind of where that those gen, gener, or ideas generate. Yeah. You know, is um, do you have those little psychopath moments? Because I've had those moments where like you're in a bathroom alone, just singing into your phone, and it's like reverberating. <laughs> you know, people can hear you. Yeah, yeah. but you gotta get recorded right then. Yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna yeah. lose it. I'm always typing in my notes and hoping someone's not looking over my shoulder. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this dude writing about? Yeah, he is yeah. sad. So, do you guys write? as a full collaboration because I feel like there's there's several different styles of writing there's the exactly. singer songwriter style that writes the whole thing by himself and then brings it to the band and they expand on it then there's the full collaboration where you guys are building it together which what's y'all's chosen style of writing I, I think both. Yeah, yeah I think every time it's, it's really it's hard to talk about it's like every song is different it's different know? so it's hard to sit there and say that we do just one thing you know, because that's just one song. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it changes frequently. I know a couple of these tunes that are on the CP, like they have, they've been around a little bit as ideas, and Grayson had them together. But I sat there and poked them until we, till we figured them out completely a lot of the time. And so yeah. it's like it's kind of like a push and pull between like um, someone having the idea and then someone else helping shape it, and then we all get behind it, and it's just kind of like uh, we're all we're all going towards the same thing but we're all kind of like doing our own thing Pulling and and, and some way. and somehow it works yeah. it doesn't like it doesn't get off too much who's who's the one person that's like all right that's it and like no more messing around with it we're calling it <laughs> we all you know, suck like, I, I like do that all the time with my art anything i'm doing i'm like i've ruined it because i went too far yeah. no one told me to stop so we're not we're not good at that yeah. <laughs> i don't think any of us are no Brand, i think brandon's the man for that honestly i'll be honest he's he's the studio guy so when we get talking about recording that's your man yeah. all right well, yeah, just wait till you've been playing the same songs for, like, eight years. Because, yeah. like, my wife and I, we've been playing the same songs for so freaking long that we, like, I end up having to change it up just to keep my sanity. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> 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 but, um, okay, so tell us about the process of recording, which let's let's start with where did you choose to record? We actually did it here at the school. Well, we, actually, we did it a couple different places, right? We started... Man, we started and stopped, like restarted two yeah. or three different times on this yeah. on this one. Um, I'm curious as to why. Like, what's the reasons for the start? Man, and I mean, this is like kind of like the groundwork, yeah, and life a little bit here and there. But I mean, this is like we wanted this to be like the thing that we kind of like our professional start. Yeah, just, yeah. you know, and there nobody was necessarily waiting on it. Yeah. So it's just like let's let's make it as as good as we possibly can. That was that was kind of my goal for sure. And we picked up steam, so that's yeah. been a big part yeah. of it. It's knowing when. Like not only when it's right for us, but when when we're, we are right for it, like right. you know. So it's yeah. kind of it was kind of both. How do you feel like you choose that time? Like when you, do you feel like because it's a grit. Like that's the one nice thing about being a singer songwriter is like you you have total control over whatever you do. But right. when you're collaborating with multiple people, like I'm fortunate enough just to be me and my wife, mm -hmm. right. which is can be a terrible thing. <laughs> you want to talk about the worst time to be bent on the road or to be bent with your wife is when you're on the road. When you're in a band, you're on the road all the time. Yeah. You can think that through. But like when you're collaborating with, you know, three other guys, like you all have individual lives and everything. Like, I'm curious how that works with you guys. Like, how do you, well, we all how do you make together, that work? So that yeah. kind of makes well, it, that makes it work. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's awesome. Sure. So you do know what Brian's talking yeah, about. So, right. oh, yeah. so it's like having We're three fucking wives married without you, the sex. Right. married, <laughs> <laughs> It's like a super marriage. Without any of the fun stuff. I think, I, think, I think kind of like what you're saying with these songs, one thing for us was like uh, when we finally started picking up steam, 
and getting going, we got to a point where we realized it's like before we were kind of waiting it until we were ready to do it, and then it kind of picked up quickly. And we're like, oh, we need to do this. Yeah. We need to do it. And I mean, too, we it, got it's got to happen. A lot yeah. of what happened, too, is I think we showed some of the songs kind of around the school, the faculty, and uh, I think they were really impressed with it, but they thought that we could make it better and uh, kind of gave us an opportunity to come to the school. You know, we started, like, in Christmas break, you know, so school was out, and we, you know. <coughs> that was, like, the when we, like, it was, like, the last time we started was, like, last Christmas Right. Break. So, I mean, yeah, we finished finals, and then immediately the next 10 days we're in the studio. Yeah. For the first week of Christmas break, like, working on this record the whole time. So, uh, I would say, like, it's the school really had a helping hand in making that a possibility for us. Yeah, definitely. We had a lot of professors come in and out and kind of, yeah. you know, tell us. Not not really tell us anything, but just kind of, like, show us ideas. And yeah, be like, hey, man, that's cool what you're doing. So, yeah, yeah. you know, that's keep doing that or try this. Really cool. That's I mean, got to be just a like huge an, asset. No yeah. It's great yeah. going to school like this. So I don't, I don't want it to sound like they were like, do this and you'll do better. Like, it was never like that. They were, like, so supportive of what we already right. had. Yeah. But just also just like, like, that's yeah. a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 just to have yeah. someone listen yeah. and someone you know that's and done really cool shit. super surprised if, like, how much you just reach out and just ask, you know, questions and and kind of take a step out there out of your yeah. kind of comfort zone. To people zone. that are not your mom. Right. Yeah. But people that you respect and don't they want to look everything. like an idiot. Kind of, you know? It's so great, honey. Yeah. No, no, it's not. You, yeah, you'd just be surprised on, you know, what they give back. So. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You guys have Scott Booker pop in every once in a while? Oh, yeah. 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 He's, Scott Booker is the, the manager of the Flaming Lips. Mm-hmm. And... That's so cool that you guys just have Scott Booker just kind of like chilling. Really like, is, what are they man. recording in there? He's, Let me listen. That's <laughs> terrible. He's, yeah. he's, he's been a great asset for us, for just sure. being that guy to uh, shoot us straight, very yeah. straight. I mean, he shoots everybody straight. You know, yeah. it's not like he's showing us any special. I mean, that's what he does with everybody here, you know. All it takes is to go sit in his office. That's the thing is yeah. that you just got to go talk to him. I think he's going to be really honest about yeah. He's He's a pretty cool guy. I'm pretty sure he's the one who got Horse Thief. Right. Oh, yeah. Yep. Going yep. Too. yeah, for sure. Which we're going to talk to them pretty soon. All right. Good, Sorry man. Good yeah. buds. Um, yeah. I think, like, as a musician wanting to record something, I think the first thing that pops into people's minds is the financial side of it. Because I know for us, like, we had to kind of jump through hoops and, like, have personal favors and stuff like that. And, like, there's so many, there's so many ways that you can record an album. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some people do Kickstarter and all that kind of stuff. But talk about the financial side for you guys well i mean we, since we did it at the school it was all that was you know the room was free yeah. <laughs> what's our tuition yeah, yeah i was so gonna say you still spent money mode. man yeah, exactly. so yeah mode. i mean did that but i mean i engineered caleb and i engineered it all and then i mixed it i mean yeah. the only thing we really paying for is the patrick yeah patrick yeah patrick Holland helped as well and then uh the only thing we're paying for is is mastering so right uh, Who's doing your mastering? Uh, Kevin Lively. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's yep. the man. He's right down the hall. Yeah, right. sure is. Yeah, Very he nice. is the man. He's awesome. Yeah. He actually did ours too. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Huh? yeah. But um, so but you said that you kind of skipped around to different recording studios. Yeah. <clears throat> Were those recording studios home studios and stuff? Uh, well, I I have a small little kind of owner operator studio, and it's not much, you know. Um, we started out there, and then we came. We started. Then we did some stuff on the fourth floor studio here, and then we decided to do it all on the second floor, the last go around, I guess. So that was really the only studios we bounced around at. Never really having to again yeah. pay for anything because yeah, mean, yeah. You know, we had that kind of blessing, I guess. You know, yeah. So and yeah. we did it all in a week. So yeah. you know, you that, recorded the whole freaking thing in a week. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it was it was awesome because it was Christmas break, so we would come in at nine in the morning and record till whatever time we went oh, home, yeah. which was usually like midnight. Yeah. And so that was cool because it was also the week before our first tour, mm. so nice. it felt it felt like it was like okay, guys, if we're gonna get our shit together, we're gonna get our shit together right now because yeah. we're doing this and we have a plan for the next week, and if we don't finish it by then, which I mean, we still had a couple little things we would mess around after the time, but uh, it was it was pretty like uh. Even though it was a free room, and most of the time you would think you would take that for granted, or you yeah. know that like we we had some people that were helping us out, uh, Christina Giacona and Patrick Conlon, and they were really uh they they were helping construct us in that nice. situation, and it was uh it was very enlightening and yeah. Just uh, I mentoring, think man. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we t- well, we we so did well with the time. Supports it. I, th- I yeah. feel like that one of the takeaways from this interview is that having a good mentorship, yeah. having a good 
word of advice. <laughs> that's not your mom. Yeah. That's not your mom. Yeah, and I think, exactly. like, I mean, not that we don't love the moms. <laughs> yeah. The fact that they were like letting us stay at the school a week after, where nobody's after here. Yeah, that's so. I think cool. it felt it was probably appropriate to probably have somebody there. You know, it would just. So I mean, we were yeah grateful for the opportunity. So. Real quick, I want you guys to be, man, those recording days can last forever. Can you paint oh, yeah. the picture? Walk us through a, just a day in the life of recording. <sighs> the scene is Stepping set. In, yes. A scene at UCO. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had a lot of bad, first of all, because we were in here too late the night before. before yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's probably a little grumpy. Coffee, coffee, coffee. 7-Eleven. Yeah. Every yeah. day. Yeah. Right on the corner. Yeah. Got some burritos. Brahms biscuits. Yeah. And I think Brahms most of the time biscuits. we were we were like, you know, we were doing one instrument for all five songs through and yeah. through. So yeah. Wes would be doing a straight day and a half of just drums. Yeah. So it's like we're just sitting in the room staring at this dude through a glass window and he's like, The fuck are y'all looking at? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, when it gets to everybody else's chance, it's kind of the same thing. But Yeah. Yeah. We all had our days, I guess you could say. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. But What's one of the most frustrating things that happened while you guys were recording? Messing up sucks. The fucking <laughs> click yeah. track? Yeah. That click that, track? Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think things That's just not going as, as, as planned sometimes. That happens. But it just like, takes longer than you think, too. I mean, even though yeah. we did it in a week, man, it still takes longer than you think. You always kind of set your bar high. And, you know, when you don't achieve that, it's easy to kind of get a little frustrated. Yeah. But... And at least for me personally, you know, I kind of try were to get you, in there. And were you guys like pretty perfectionist about it, or did you have to settle on some stuff as you guys were tracking? Oh, uh, a little bit of both. I, I mean, yeah, it's. I think we had been playing the tunes for a little bit. Like yeah. we said, these were some of our first songs that like we're kind of using as our ground foundation. So we had been playing them for a while live, so it was fun, and also kind of like what you're talking about to get in the studio and figure out exactly how we wanted to take these songs. Because you know, first time we recorded the song "Lost" that we just played. It, it's it's like you know live we have a jam on the end this song lasts about 13 minutes before we add the jam it's about seven and a half eight minutes we cut off another part to get it down we we shorten and then like we were taking these songs from these big long live excursions that they are and taking them down to uh, a listener's radio version yeah but not 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 for the sake of making it that but also just um Keeping it where it's listenable, yeah, and, yeah. and all not that. Yeah, just not yeah. too out there. Yeah, and let's I think, talk about that real quick because there's there's always some kind of a difference between the live show oh, and yeah. the recordings. Like, how? Like, tell me about the differences between the two. I mean, we like to jam on a lot of stuff. Just kind of add little improv jams and things like that. We take risks. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just live. So it. is yeah. it kind of hard to pull back the reins when you're ever in the studio? Oh, for sure, that's, like that's, that's yeah. one of the biggest yeah, things I feel me. like for, yeah. for for this process was just trying to like not take it too far. Yeah, really, just yeah. steady. No, that yeah. simple is awesome. is always good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, all, it is a recording uh, as, as yeah. opposed to like a live set where you can almost yeah. play it differently. You can play whatever you want every yeah, night, exactly. but yeah. then you kind of go into the studio and it's like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. box this in for forever here. It's like how are we gonna do it? Like whenever you're recording, like do you hear? so many different versions of something that could go like it's so hard to choose the one fucking thing when yeah. you have yeah. all these and other, I like think an too, orchestra I think it depends yeah. it depends too yeah. like where what your plan yeah I mean I felt like my stuff was pretty laid out you know but of course there's always bits and pieces you thought you could add or whatever just play something differently yeah but <clears throat> I don't know I mean for me I was pretty set with everything that I had especially for these songs now songs in the future you know, newer songs, who knows, but yeah. we've been playing these for so long that I was just like, let's get the fuck in there. Just yeah. do it, you know? Like, How long have y'all been playing these songs? Um, it's different for each of, each of the songs. Um, Dot, which is going to be the last song on the EP, we're going to play it here in a bit. Uh, we don't really play that one live. It's been around for a little bit in our little uh, pocket, nice. but we haven't been showing it off. But the other one's a little, probably a little bit over a year since kind of yeah. we've been touring around. And, nice. and these songs have shaped and changed, and we jam them live. So when people see us live, they're not like, ah, fuck, here comes yeah. lost <laughs> translation. Uh, I mean, we do have new songs, too. It's not like we just have these songs. And yeah. It's like yeah. we're going to start all over. It's like, I mean, there's st yeah. other stuff that we're just holding off on, you right. know, because we don't want to just, like, start revealing all this new stuff before you've even put out the CP. Is, is that a hard decision to make, too? Like, oh, you're like, yeah. this song is so good, but oh, we have to wait. Got to give that little gift to and everyone. And as a songwriter, it's extremely frustrating. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Cause, like, that's how do you what, choose? Like, wait, how do you choose which yeah. ones to go on? And which uh, I think we 
honestly for me as a like songwriter it's like if they're not convinced in like the first 15 seconds sometimes i'm just kind of like all right nice you know, yeah like, it's got to kind of it's like a script i could tell real yeah. quick if something sticks or if it's not going to stick you know yeah so that's awesome well we're gonna go we're gonna listen to another one of your tunes um why don't you introduce the song that you guys are about to play uh this next song is called green it's on the uh ep so so here we go this is space for lease with green awesome <laughs> so tell us okay what's the story behind that song i and think the tune. Um, yeah don't look at me every i think time. i think <laughs> that tune just, just like, 
So where think, was the cowbell? So yeah. this this is this is one of the like pretty much the only tune that kind of uh, sp- I think spurred out of uh, not only just Grayson's mind but also mine. And I think we both kind of came up with the original idea with the first little verse, but I really ran with it pretty hard because I had uh, kind of like a I would say almost like a traumatic experience with a friend who uh, ended up passing but was was in a coma for a week. Oh, wow. So through through that, um, you know, it was it was a really tough time. But I I kind of got in this weird headspace of thinking like. You know, when you see somebody like that in the hospital and you're trying to connect with them and people are like, oh, it's heart spiking when you're talking to him and all these things that could completely be bullshit, but you don't really know. Yeah. Um, it's like I, I just had this this thought for him about him and myself. It's like if I'm in a coma or in this other world where I'm dreaming and I'm having these dreams about my past life, about things that I've always wanted to achieve and never will achieve or never have achieved, but then also I don't want to die but I don't want to go back to the real world. Yeah, so I think right. green to me is that that mystical, euphoric, but also can be traumatic um, space and, yeah. and uh, headspace around that. And uh, the song's very dynamic, and I feel like it's those up and downs between when you're on the fine line of death, but then you're on the fine line of life and back and forth. And we do a really psychedelic job with that live. Yeah. And I, I fucking love it. <laughs> awesome. We're going to cut to another one of our sponsors. Guys, the Okie Show Show is brought to you by... Spoiler alerts. You have any kind of social media whatsoever, don't even bother. You're going to get a spoiler. <laughs> it's a good sponsor. Yeah. 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 Uh, they paid us a lot of money. They did. Yeah. They did. They wanted us to know, hey, we're, we're spoiling in this. So they've already, I mean, they've infiltrated our systems. Hey, man. Real, at this point, I think, like, episode three of season seven's come out. So, yeah. you know, we're yeah. talking from the past. We... We're talking from the end of episode one. Right. I think we totally lost people. I don't know. Yeah, yeah don't know. I'm lost too. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I don't know. I feel like uh, when we're when we're all parents later on, we're gonna have to strap our kids down and be like, "Hey, dickhead, don't post on Facebook about that. Don't be that kid. Don't be that kid. You don't want to be that kid at your elementary school that's ruining everything." Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get it's like the big deaths <laughs> on don't the, talk the about Walking Santa Dead. Like, come on. Everyone's been like freaking out about these deaths on The Walking Dead. It's like. Do I have to just, like, shut off all my social media? Because, like, even freaking Entertainment Weekly is like, this guy's dead! Like, yeah. Thanks, guys! <laughs> Can you Jeez. believe it? Like, it if took you five seconds on Twitter. If you don't live in real time, Brian, basically your life is shit. So if you're not living I know. in real time where you're watching oh. that really happen. If you don't pay that world, damn cable bill. The right? world does not care about you anymore. That's like for the longest time I never watched Breaking yeah, Breaking Bad. Mm. Like I refused to watch Breaking mm. Bad because I was like, I'm not gonna all these people are all up in Breaking Bad's butthole. He's so I'm not stupid. gonna be that he, guy. Listen to him talk right now. He didn't even know Then talking. finally <laughs> I realized we got Netflix and I was like, Breaking Bad. <laughs> what is what's this about? Right. And then got, I got five minutes into the show. I'm like, fuck. You heard it. I, what happens next? I have yeah. to know. So how many times have you watched it through now? Uh, <laughs> you know, like three times. Yeah, yeah. It's... Ask me all the time, how many times I've watched Stranger Things all the way through. I, I've, I've, I've done a few myself. Not right? going to lie. You show it to someone. You're like, here, I'll watch the first episode with you. Oh, there goes your whole day. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll watch the whole, see, I'll binge the whole thing. You know, I'll take a day, let it all settle in, be like, what happened again? Mm. <laughs> because I watch it at night, and at that point, like at the, by the end of the episode, yeah. like I'm a little kind of gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a little kind of gone just because you're tired. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> you're just a little kind of gone. And uh, tired. so I'll be like, well, shit. Really? I have to. I have to. So I have to revisit it. So I have to binge it all over again. <laughs> and like, okay, I got it. Now there were some pretty awesome parts. And so then I'll skip all over the place oh, and like man. pick out all the awesome parts we could not like, watch gotta that gotta see together. 11 oh, shoot that van over the, over the bikes again yeah. see I do the same thing though I'm like when I'm reading at night like I read to fall asleep because that's the easiest way for me to fall asleep I don't know why shut my brain off and just read some weird fantasy book I don't know because uh, it's super boring yeah or Ron Paul Revolution or something amazing <laughs> yeah. uh, no so I'll read but then I end up reading the same chapter and I'm like I guess I said like I'm gonna set a goal I'm gonna read so many books this year or I'm going to read the same sentence every night for the rest of no. the year because yeah. I will never actually know what it says. Right. I can't tell you how many Netflix episodes I've fallen asleep in and end up watching like 30 minutes of the episode and being like, I've already seen this. <laughs> yeah. And then I fall asleep yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. I've already yeah. seen this. Yeah. Well, um, we're going to cut to a Kelly's Corner. Are you down for that? Kelly's Corner. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down for that. Um, okay, so let's see. Um, I'm a little worried about my daughter. She just turned one, oh, and that girl man. can eat. 
That girl can't. She got a job yet? I mean, mm. like following lazy. around my brother, following around my son, just like pestering him. I do that. <laughs> that kid, I love him, but he uh, he gets on my nerves sometimes because he's very much like me, and I've realized that. And he's only three, but um, I like to let my daughter kind of torture him a little bit sometimes. I get some small enjoyment out of that. Is that bad? <laughs> Not at Is all. that a bad I thing? think it's kind of like nope. payback for all the pain that he's brought to your life I mean, he over the years. Yeah, he doesn't have an older brother, so he doesn't have anyone just beat up on him. So I figure he needs to be nice to her, and she can just bother the fuck out of him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. But uh, So that's her job, I would say. I pay her in, in puffy puffs, which is what the little tiny baby foods that we feed her. <laughs> okay, that's well, thank God. Is that, <laughs> why, <laughs> is that why moms love the youngest so much? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just sick them on the older <laughs> ones. Yeah. The older kids. They just hate their first kids. They just think they're fucking shitheads. No, dude. The first kid is the most loved. Not in my, <laughs> <laughs> Not in my situation. I'll tell you. Well, no, sorry, I'm sorry. Oh god. Please bring these facts to me. <laughs> I feel like the oldest one like has all the attention for so long, and then yeah. when the when the next one comes along, they're like, what the. It's like getting, and it's just like a trauma that happens at such a young age. It's like that just like paves the rest they don't of their know lives. How to handle it. Yeah, older ones are always like, a little insecure. And like, fucking always love getting pre-life puppies. crisis. Yeah, you, know, you always want to get the little puppy, and yeah. I'm thinking like, damn, I'm gonna have this dog for like 15 years. Right, you, know, you just like see it in this little infant stage. Yeah. and then yeah. once it gets older, you're like, you know, fuck, this dog's kind of a shithead. Exactly. <laughs> then you, you get another then, one. Then, then you, you have kids, t- see, and yeah. then that dog is outside, and that dog. <laughs> You only bring him in to pester the other kids yeah. and just cover them with food. They're dirty and gross yeah. babies. So they're just like, hey, we let the dog in. <laughs> and then that's his like one, you know, one moment a week where he gets to just have playtime. I'm kidding. We walk him. I yeah. do. I walk him. But um, just distract him with yeah, your kids. Yeah, I like to. I, so I like use my first child, which is my dog, to punish my other children. <laughs> right. Just pester them. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah, see, my first child was the wiener dog. Yeah. And then the Basset Hound came around. And the Basset Hound exactly is a what pussy. All, so Oliver and Coraline <laughs> are basically that that dynamic of but no dogs. for us it's switched because because <laughs> the run, because the basset hound gets his ass kicked all the time by this tiny little wiener dog <laughs> and it's it's sad but at the same time it's like dude fuck up man <laughs> he's half your size yeah. Yeah. <laughs> god damn it well that's the thing is like my daughter is is growing so fast that she's going to outgrow my son and he's oh. two years older than her and i'm like son you have to start eating some food he is not an eater and it drives me bonkers and i know later on in life He's going to just eat me out of house and home. That's fine. But right now, girlfriend is about to catch up with him. And she is one. <laughs> and I'm a little frustrated about that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, he's going to have some traumatic experiences with women pretty soon. Yeah. Oh, man. If he doesn't man have up a little bit. some real height-related problems. Yeah, he's got some height-related problems. Poor thing. It's a tough life. He, like, he basically relies yeah. on chocolate milk and apple juice. as like liquid diet. I can't get him. I get him, get him to eat packets that have beets in them. Beats. 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 Make his poop look like blood. That's that's, that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys want to play some games? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's play some games. All right. So uh, we have three for y'all. Yeah. Three for y'all. Like two of them are basically so that y'all can torture us. But this first one's called categories. Kelly, why don't you tell us all about categories? Yeah. So I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward. You know, we're gonna go around in a circle uh, after we pick a category. And you just have to name stuff in that category. You can't repeat yourself or other people. Um, and if you run out of things to think of or say, you Lose. are the worst. You get to drink. You get to drink. <laughs> That's, yep. a, that's there you right. Go. Now Everyone listening, we're, drink we're with us. Um, yeah, so I think also, I mean, if you can, just make it fast. You know, first thing <laughs> that comes to your head. Oh, shit. That related to that, that would be. Yeah. So let's get a Charlie. suggestion for a just category. like a, a category. No. Um, Ob- person, place, or thing. Some sort, of, no. some sort of category. Caleb, off the top of the head, you have no idea what's going on. Give us a category. Yep, that's, that's perfect. Anything. Sure. Just a category. I heard favorite band. Favorite band. All right. So favorite band categories. Mute Math. Beatles. Pine Griff. Mm, title fight. Balance of Composure. Uh, Radiohead. Punch Brothers. Pink Floyd. Steely Dan. The Doors. Leonard Skinner. Sinister Cope. Oh, shit. Uh, Nickel Creek. Uh, Chris Stapleton. My Morning Jacket. Oh, you already said fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, pedal. 
Fleet Foxes. And just from. Oh, you said Fleet Foxes. Oh, um, uh, Noam Pekelny. Slam and Garfunkel. Millie Vanilli. <laughs> Steely Dan. I said. Cream. Uh, Hans Zimmer. Ooh, good. Yeah. Okay, so uh, next category. Let's let's keep it music related. Sure, it's fine. Sure. Uh, least favorite band. Least <laughs> least favorite band. Okay. Boom. Right, uh, right. Nickelback. I stole it all. Uh, We're all screwed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Creed. Space release. Space release. Space release. Space for rent. Uh, Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everyone, uh, uh, I think we repeated there. No, everyone yeah. drink. Yeah. <laughs> everyone drink. I, I think we did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think? What's another musical category? Musical category. Um, woodwind instruments. Let's woodwind. do it. Oh god. <laughs> can we can we make it a little more broad with like orchestra instruments? Sure. Orchestra yeah, yeah, yeah. instruments. Here we go. I mean, right. we're in a rock orchestra band. instruments in three. <laughs> two, hey, speak for yourself, one. bro. Uh, uh, oboe. Flute. Timpani. <laughs> Clarinet, uh, trumpet, trombone, flute. Yeah. I said that already. Oh, so you shit. fail at life. I'm out. I'm That's out. the only one I know. Okay. Violin, saxophone, bass drum. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know no, he's out. He's, he's out. out. He's, he's out. out. Oboe. Right, so four. We already had an oboe. I said hobo. Hobo. Oh, hobo. Yeah, hobo. Heard, you never heard of a hobo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, in every symphony. Are we symphony. down to the three of y'all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're down to the three of y'all. Uh, Damn it. Piccolo. Oh, oh, shit. Some bitch. Lightning ah. round. We are terrible. Yeah. All right. Um, we didn't make it two rounds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything on, in my head right now. I'm, so. I'm, I'm trying to Can you phone a friend. Don't pressure me. Don't pressure me. You can phone a friend. You can, yeah. Phone, phone a friend. Um, no, you're trying to get me killed. Um, a, uh, a, uh, what's the, no, the clarinet, but the, no, she already said that too. Don't say flute again. You lost, bro. Like, how much time do we give you? I don't know. What's my clock looking like? Uh, um, five okay. seconds. Four, three, two, uh, one. Snare drum. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, French Snare. horn. <laughs> oh, Does that count? Yeah. 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 She's just French horn. Yeah. She's just oh, like, God. Yeah. <laughs> French toast. You're on your heels, uh, dude. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. English horn. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and the German horn. <laughs> the German horn. Oh. Oh, it is. Oh, so what? Okay, okay. Is the German horn a thing? I think he just won by accident. He won by accident. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my right. gosh. Give it up for Wes. Yes. That's how you win an improv. It's always by accident. It's by accident, yeah. It's always amazing. Perfect. This next game is Pillars, which we played this game on the show yeah. a couple times. Yeah, yeah. But why don't you explain, more, like, refresh our memories. Uh, so it's a two-person scene. Uh, we're going to get a suggestion for the scene and then we're going to need uh, words thrown in there every now and then. So during the during the dialogue, we're going to reach over and grope our uh, lovely guests here <laughs> and they're going to give us a su- one word suggestion and we're going to have to work that into the scene and justify it. So, okay, using our wonderful improv suggestifier. Bleep, 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 bleep. We have uh, the president and his secretary what? at the gym. You said you wanted uh, to go political. No, like I didn't president. mean it. That's yeah. the scene. I can the go a different The phone wants one. us to. Even the phone knows oh, right man. now is the time. Right. Oh, shit. And this is going to come out after election day. Oh, perfect. Oh, snap. Okay, well, I mean. Can otherwise... I be Barney? That's all I have. <laughs> I don't have a good Bernie. Uh, I don't even know if I have a good Trump. I don't have. I have a terrible Trump. I, have, I can try. I can, I can, I can you got to do the fingers. I, I, I feel like I, I come can't. across as Christopher Walken I know. when I do Donald Turns Trump. Into, yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll be fantastic. I can't even do a Hillary, which is sad, because I'm a woman. And I feel like that is just, every woman Just on sound SNL. very shrill and unlikable. But she's kind of low, too. That's what's even more amazing about her voice. Kind of low, but shrill. That's, that's intense power, to be low and shrill. That's Okay, so I think that you should do your low and shrill Hillary, and I'll do my Christopher Walken Trump. All right. Okay. All right. So this is uh, Trump and Hillary as president and secretary. <laughs> Wait, who's president? We don't we know. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> At the gym. So I think you're doing that wrong. I don't need you to tell me. What am I doing? What am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. You, uh, this voice Obviously, is you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I've lost my personality in this debate. You've, you lost your personality a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's try with the okay. emails, with all those emails. 
Well, you deleted the emails. You well, deleted your personality. I would say let's not talk about the emails again. <laughs> That's true. Why don't you pass me that uh, beer? Why don't you pass me the beer? <laughs> well, I have been drinking a lot recently. <laughs> Obviously, your stamina's terrible. <laughs> uh, I'm glad this beer allows alcohol. Um, this gym is a very alcohol-related yeah. gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, By uh, the way, this is a terrible Donald Trump impression. No, it's great. It's really oh, great. It's so okay. I'll actually try. It's so great. It's so great to to be here at this gym. We're gonna make this gym great again. After I I I just go over here and grab this pussy <laughs> and put it back in its crate. Mr. Trump, you're gonna need to leave. This is a curves. It's for ladies only. Well, that's where I belong. <laughs> In the curves. I'm just supervising, and you know, we're gonna build a wall in between you the curves and the rest of the women. And this other side of the curves, we're gonna make this for you people. We're gonna what make this site for people? me people. I mean, people with vaginas. Just say it. I mean, people with vaginas. With vaginas. <laughs> you people need to be. There needs to be a wall between us. All right, normal I... people with penises, and you not so normal people with your your. Under your caverns down there. <laughs> caverns? I, I, I went there, I said it. And I'm going to make America great again. Oh, someone give me a manager. Give me a manager now. I want him out of here. Uh, you, you, uh, Bill, come over here and uh, tell this man to... Is uh, this where we get the blowjobs? <laughs> oh, Bill. That's Not locker room Bill. talk. That's locker room talk. Me. That's for later. Not my <laughs> Bill. Okay. Me and Bill go way back. All right, you so two I'll just, see have, you on a, the golf you just have a powwow. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go do the thigh cruncher and maybe oh, lift a little. That's my favorite. Cell phones. <laughs> I'm gonna lift the cell phone up to my face. Oh, I'm sure you're, you're used to that. Weak. You should take a hammer to that cell phone after you're done with it so no evidence gets out at all. <laughs> is, that, is that how phones work? They save all your information? Are I'm pretty sure that's how you turn them off. You just break them with the hammer. Are they connected to the internet? Are they connected to the internet? I need to know this right now. I, of course they're connected to the internet. They they use... Cucumbers. They use cucumbers to connect the, the phones to the internet. Oh, you know now that's... I just sound like the Mad Hatter. <laughs> <laughs> and sane. <laughs> I had no idea that was actually turning into anything because, like I said, my Hillary's terrible. On yeah, no, I was shit. like... Yeah. I, actually, I think the Mad Hatter works for Trump. It does. Yeah. Right? Let's, right. If we could just and replace all of Trump, everything that he's... They're all rapists. <laughs> they're all, they're crazy. <laughs> we should build a wall. Let me do a, a very offensive impression of a person with a disability. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all right. we have Play one <laughs> final game. <laughs> one final game, and then we're going to, we're going to, you guys are going to close us out with your final song. But this last game is called Before and After. And we're going to let you guys man the bell. Well, Kelly, why I'll don't just... you explain this while I take a sip of this drink? Sure. Um, we're going to do a scene, and then you guys get to decide whether you see what happens in the scene right before it, right before we hit that scene, or what happens after the scene. And you can time <coughs> jump, like, years. You can, you know, go back and forth, whatever you want. You have control. Um, so we can stop at any time. Yeah, any time. You have control over time. Cool. And so our, our suggestion <laughs> for this scene. So this scene that we're going to be playing out is an episode of The Walking Dead ruins a marriage. Yep. It's probably happened. <laughs> an episode of Walking Dead ruins, ruins a, a marriage. marriage. Yes. It's probably <clears throat> happened. So we're going to start the scene and you're going to ring the bell on three, two, one. So uh, I noticed that our cue is, uh, is a little off. What are you talking about? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Walking I... Dead season seven, girl. Okay, I may or may not have watched a little bit, <gasps> just a little, and you what? were late. It's really your fault. This is your fault, and I honestly. So you know who's dead, honey? I shut. Don't up. Talk I closed about out it. my Facebook account so that I wouldn't get spoilers. I don't want to talk about it. It's too emotional. I just want to watch you watch it. I want to watch you watch. What happened? I want to go back to your situation when you watched it on your own. <laughs> Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. What? Catcher, tiger. Stop it. Where's the remote? Oh, shit. I'm Negan, no. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
that Dave? Oh, Dave's here. Hey. Sweetheart, hey. just, I'm pooping. Stay outside. Hey. Just let me you. pause it. I'm, okay, hey. I didn't say let me pause it. I meant let me, I'm done now. I hope you're not watching something in there on your porcelain throne. I'm just reading, sweetie. You better not be lying to me. I'm not. This better not be like Breaking Bad Season 5. I never lie while pooping, okay? Oh, is that your truth throne? Is that what that is? That's my truth throne. Okay, it's my private time, and you don't need to know what goes on in here. (sighs) Okay, well, look. I pop popcorn. I'm Uh, coming out. I'm coming out. Well, come on. Hurry up. Okay, I'm out. We gotta see this for the first time together. Right. We gotta know who Negan took out, man. For the first time. Together. Why are you crying? I just am a woman. And I'm just that, emotional. What? Okay. That's not, not supposed to happen for another two weeks. <laughs> it's unrelated to the thing on the show. <laughs> so I want to hear months later down the line your divorce in court. <laughs> and this is, you know, goes back to it. Your Honor, we have very, very irreconcilable differences. We had plans. We. Popped popcorn. I would just like to specify that the plans were not set in stone. We have never agreed that we wouldn't watch the episodes without each other, and he was late. When popcorn is involved, that is a contract. You know I love my popcorn. Obviously, that's why I'm taking the popper. <sighs> you what? I'm taking the popper. The, Don't you? Your dare Honor, this fight is the first that. time that I'm hearing about the popper. Um, it is my father's popper that has been passed down to me. That was a wedding gift from my mom. I might have been mistaken on the owner, but I think I used it more. Your Honor? This is a betrayal equally as effective as her finding out about who died on Season 7, Episode 1 of The Walking Dead. No. Okay, back to when the toaster was, or what was it? The popcorn? The popper. Back to when it was passed down. Oh. Darling, this popper was your grand-great-grandfather's popper. Yes, your grand-great-grandfather's popper. Grand-great-grand? No. Oh, Daddy, I just, I'm so excited. And he built it from an old wooden ship. That's why it tastes so woody whenever I pop it. It's true. It makes the popcorn taste like old oak. Yes, it oaks them. I love the oaky flavor. So take it before my hands shake it into a billion pieces. Father, you're so old. I have Parkinson's. popcorn popper. You're so old. I, I will cherish this forever. Um, do I have to share it with Dave? I know we're getting married. And Is this our wedding gift, or do I Please, get something else? whatever you do, don't... <gasps> okay, back to the courthouse. Divorce. Um, I actually have a memory now of my father dying as he passed the popper over to me. So you're a liar? Probably dying out of disgust for his granddaughter <gasps> watching shows without her husband. Oh! You Carl know that he Sin, did your not, honor. Oh, father did not agree with TV. You know that. And he didn't know that I watched shows. So don't you dare. Well, don't blame me that you were raised Amish. That's why we have the wood popper. Okay. And that is why I'm taking it with me because you didn't want to be Amish. You only did it to get in my pants. Look, if you wanted to be Amish so bad, then why did you watch The Walking Dead before I was able to be there oh, in the same room? This wedding, honestly, this marriage is a sham. Honestly. Okay, so five years after the divorce, you see each other in Target. You have a popper and The Walking Dead in your basket. Uh, oh. Cheryl? Dave. How have you been? I, I'm doing well. You look good. Uh, thank you. You yeah. look... Here. Thank you. I am. Um, that's a nice popper you have. Uh, thank you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go home and... <clears throat> Enjoy some freshly popped popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> As God intended, watching the first episode of season 12 of The Walking Dead. That, that sounds really, really nice. <laughs> I just, um, I don't have it. You know, I, I got rid of my TV, so I, I can't watch it anymore. And Why'd you get rid of your TV? That was like your favorite thing. I broke it out of anger, to be honest. Um, I felt like it was really ruining my life, and I just... It was a woman thing, you know? I just got sad, and I just broke it. Back to when you broke the TV. Fuck you, TV! (laughs) I need more wine! (laughs) Okay, back to uh, the five years after the divorce. Cheryl, you look like you kind of, um, you've kind of been to 
The zombie apocalypse in back, am I right? <laughs> no, this is how I dress for Target when I'm just wandering around the aisles. You know how it is. Do you want to... I mean, this is crazy, but, you know, I've got this popper here, and I've got this new, the you know, other season of The Walking Dead. You want to you want to come to my place and oh, take a shower? Um. <laughs> 20 minutes in, both in the shower, <laughs> watching The Walking Dead, curtains open. Oh, my God! I can't believe that that just happened! Dave, Dave move over. Let me see. I can't no, see. You, no, you move. Okay, don't get the corn wet. <sighs> Why did we choose? This is a really weird We're way. We're watching to, this in the shower. You know we can pause it and we can finish our business and then watch it. But we have to know what happens to Rick. You're right. And right. scene. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I was I was hoping for a Glenn death boner. But. <laughs> Glenn. A Glenn. Which on that note, the Yogi Show Show was brought to you by <laughs> Glenn. Glenn. Death boners. I will remember you. Never forget you. Will you remember me? I'll never forget you, Glenn. Don't let the sun pass you by. I'm Negan, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. You're going to close this out with this last song. Um, first of all, before we go, and before you start your song, let's talk about where we can find you online. Plug yourselves. Social medias. All of them. Spotify, iTunes, SpaceReleaseMusic.com. Yes, the website. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. We're, we also, uh, we're also on Facebook. They are. I checked it out today. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, Facebook.com slash Space for Lease. That's the only one with just the Space for Lease. If you're looking for us on Instagram, it's Space for Lease Music. Same with Twitter. I just want to say it's a four. Like, yes. yes. It's not the F-O-R. Four. It's the yeah. Yeah. Go look for four. Space for Lease because you're going to find a lot of abandoned warehouses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Space the number four. Lease. And as always, you can always check out the Oki Show Show online at prairiedogpictures.com slash blog or on Twitter and Instagram at Oki Show Show. You can also follow us on Facebook. You can follow Kelly on Instagram and stalk her and her family. Woo-hoo-hoo! And um, and that's pretty much it. Guys, uh, real quick, tell us about this last song. What's the name of this tune? Uh, dot. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Sweet. Dot. Yeah. You guys, go check out Space for Lease. He's going to be on tour throughout the Midwest, I believe. Yes. Yes. You are correct. All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming on on the show. That's it. Okay. Bye. Bye. Spirits higher than your hanging head.
sky instead Find some sort of guidance And I hope you find what you're looking for And I hope you find what you're looking for Bones, 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 bones,